Welcome to another edition of the Basketball Teacher Podcast. Our mission is to bring you discussions on a wide array of topics in the coaching world to grow players on and off the court. You can connect with us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, and also reach us directly through email at basketballteacherpodcast at gmail.com. Now, here's your host, Coach Mike Hernandez. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you guys so much for joining us here for another episode, wherever in the world you're listening to us from, whatever platform you're listening to us on. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, sharing this podcast with those you know who might be interested in it and continuing the journey as we are on year three of the show. Uh, as I mentioned with my guest right before I started recording, uh, a lot of the previous guests who I've talked to and I've even have a whole episode dedicated to it or talk about parent interactions and talk about for lack of a better term, dealing with parents and, and how to handle those conversations, especially with sometimes some more uh, tough parents, so to speak. But we get into a lot of conversations that end up talking about parents because obviously they're, they're, they're super vital, they're super important. And, and to have a great basketball team and great basketball players, parents, coaches, players, they're all got to be on the same page. But because of that, I really wanted to take some time specifically to talk to a basketball dad to somebody who is raising a basketball player and, and, and get their perspective and, and help us as coaches learn a little bit or just see things from a different perspective. I know some coaches uh, don't have kids of their own and, and this might be a little bit of uh, insight for you. And I think it's just a good conversation just to bring the perspective of, of not only for a coach to hear from somebody who's raising a basketball player, but also uh, for those of you who are listening who, who might be raising a basketball player or uh, might be just raising any son or daughter who might be playing a sport in general. So we're going to kind of take this in both, both angles. So I'm really, really excited uh, to get in, into that with you. So my guest today uh, is uh, describes himself as a basketball dad and coach and also a business owner, a very business, busy man. So I'm very happy that he's able to join us. Uh, coach Steve Nichols is here to join us today. Coach, how are we doing? We're doing good. How about you? I'm doing quite well. As we talked about, we're in the summer, a little hot in Phoenix, a little, a little muggy out there in West Virginia, but, but we're making do and keeping busy. Um, That's right. Let's go ahead and kind of get started, Coach, kind of with your uh, journey. So uh, usually with this, with this question, it kind of goes in, into, into the coaching journey. So I do want to kind of talk about that with you. But as you also talk about your coaching journey, I'm also curious about the journey that you've kind of gone with uh, raising a basketball player and whether or not basketball was something that, that, that was always uh, in, in the cards or, or how that journey came about to uh, where um, you are currently raising a basketball player. So kind of if you can tell us the coaching journey and also kind of the, the parenting journey involved from the basketball side, that would be great. Sure. Um, you know, I, I played basketball all my life, uh, had an opportunity to um, play at the collegiate level, and I chose not to because I was burnt out. Um, and, you know, I played basketball, baseball, so, uh, football. And when I got to college, I had a opportunity, the coach come to me and, and asked me to walk on and and I thought about it, and, and I just chose not to because I was just burn out. I was just mm -hmm. burn out. So I chose not to. Now I look back and I regret that. But uh, um, I've got a uh, daughter that's going to be a junior in high school this year. And um, 
I was, I loved sports all my life. Loved watching them, loved playing them all, excelled at all of them. And um, uh, my daughter, when she got old enough, we started playing softball and I coached her at that. And then uh, she started playing basketball in third grade. And I started coaching, coaching that. <laughs> and then um, I coached her from third grade to eighth grade. And then uh, when she got to high school, then I became a basketball dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, as a coach, you know, you, you coach your daughter, but you're also coaching the whole team. So you're sure. really not concentrating, uh, putting every minute into just your daughter because I'm a, I'm a very competitive person and I like to win. And um, so, uh, you know, I, I was coaching the whole team, just not my daughter. Sure. And as a, as a basketball dad, uh, I spend every minute working with my daughter. Right. So, so, you know, it's, it's, it's a change and it's an adjustment, you know, when you go uh, to a game and you sit in the bleachers as a dad and watch, and you're watching it a little bit different than a dad because, because I've coached all my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking at different things and evaluating a little bit different. A lot of parents do, but um, I do coach my daughter and her high school team in the off season. Um, to help out our high school coach so uh i love doing that um but juggling a, a business and um working out with my daughter every evening but one day <laughs> we get we, we get one day off um so my whole life is is nothing but basketball and if we're not training we're we're watching basketball um the whole family just ate up with basketball, so we love it. Yeah, I, I and I have to ask because you 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 segue right into a question I was going to ask you just just about how you manage uh, the just the, the the coaching aspect that I that I know you're you mentioned that you're involved in being a basketball dad, also just being a family man in general, and and being a business owner. Like, how does one effectively kind of manage your time to to be successful and be productive at, at all these different avenues well you know i was i was in the military for seven years i was in the army national guard for seven years mm. and uh growing up my dad my dad was a command sergeant major in the army so um at a very young age i i was i, I was taught how to be organized yeah <laughs> um you know, uh, I lived a military life in my house before I went to the mm -hmm. military, so it wasn't that big of a change. But, you know, when you're in the military, you just, they teach you to be organized, you know, and manage your time and, and manage every aspect of your life, you know, and become disciplined with that. Um, then I've, I've taught my daughter this, the same way. So, so you know, we're, we're very organized with our time. I go to work at uh, seven o'clock in the morning usually get home at four and especially during the off season here where my daughter's out of school we uh i get home um she's already worked out in the weight room and it's time to go train basketball so we we know we're going to do that for at least two hours and then uh come back get something to eat and then talk about what we did that evening 
So that's that's basically six days a week, and we take one day off. So, um, but it's not bad. I've I've been in business for over thirty years, so uh, uh, my staff is is trained well and, and can handle a lot of things without me being there. Um, it took that long to get to that point, but mm-hmm. it, it came at a good time where I don't have to be there every hour of the day, and I can I get to spend a lot of time with my daughter. And so from, from the sounds of it, and, and I'm not surprised to hear you say that at all, that, that, that organization and, and, and the discipline to stay, stay that level of organized is the key to that level of success at all those endeavors. Yes, absolutely. And, and you know, I tell my daughter, I was like, you know, if, if you're going to be, be good at anything, you've got to be organized and, and you've got to be disciplined. Um, I see a lot of kids, they, they want, they want it. They want to be the best or, or they want to go to the next level, but you know, I don't, I don't see the work getting put in, you know, and that's, you've you've got to put in the work and you've got to be disciplined. And a lot of times my daughter will during season, will get up and we'll go down to the gym at five 30 and work out. Then I'll go in the work and she'll go to class. So, you know, does she want to get up at 5.30 every morning? No. Do I want to get up at 5.30? No, but we do it. You know, that's what it takes. So, you know, we get up two or three times a week at 5.30 and go work out. And then at the end of the day, she's like, man, I'm glad I did that, Dad. I said, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's, 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 I think, something about that. Um, that that's really interesting, uh, you know, to me in particular, when you, when you are maintaining that sort of schedule, and as we kind of transition to talking about um, the way you kind of raised raised your daughter, the fact that she is, you know, getting up when she needs to, she's going through these workouts, and, and you know, she's staying disciplined, she's staying organized, she's staying on the schedule that she is. I'm curious about how she has been able to kind of maintain her love and her, and her passion uh, for the game with the level of dedication that she has without uh, be- becoming burned out or, or tired and fatigued. So I, I was curious about how you kind of nurtured her or, or kind of raised her in that sense to kind of keep that excitement, keep that love for basketball, even when you know the, the days get really long and, and, and the journey becomes a bit of a grind. Absolutely. And that's a, that's a very fine line. You know, I've seen, I mean, I have friends that, that uh, their kids were excellent at whatever sport they were playing and, sure. and could have went on and, and played at the next level easy. And they chose not to because they did get burned out. You know what I mean? Whether mm-hmm. it was, whether it was, had anything to do with their parents or it didn't. Um, I've seen, I've seen both. They just got, they just got burned out, put in all the time and, and they missed out on some some things in life. A lot of kids get to do, and um, then I've seen the parents burn them out. And I've kind of I've kind of watched that and tried to learn from that. And you know, um, but you know, I tell my daughter, I was like, if you wanna if you wanna be good at something, there's got to be there's going to be sacrifices in your life. There's there's nobody gets um, to the top without making some serious sacrifices there might be times where your friends are going to go out and and go do something and and you know you you've got to work out or you've you're working out with the trainer or you're doing whatever you've already made that commitment and you're doing that and you're going to miss out on that 
So I said, that's just, that's, that's, that's just the way it goes. You know, we'll, we'll see him and watch these girls in college play basketball or the pros. And I'm like, well, I said, those girls right there has, has made some serious sacrifices in their life to get where they're at, you know? And, yeah. and I said, that's just, that's, you know, you got to decide if that's what you want in your life. You know, I don't, I don't force anything on her. I encourage her. And, and uh, but she, you know, me and her mom, we both have our own businesses and she sees sacrifices that we make mm-hmm. within our business to make them successful. And what we have to do to get her to AU tournaments or get her to the high school games or get her to the trainers or whatever, you know. So she's very mature and, and she sees that and, and, and she wants to be successful in, in, in basketball. And, and when, you're, when you work hard and you get good, and you get the accolades and you get the attention and, and you go out there and compete and win, you know, that's, that's, um, that's contagious, you know, um, that's like, uh, it's a, it's a lot more fun playing a sport when you're good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree with you that it's, it's a lot easier to, uh, you know, keep your passion and excitement level up when you, when you see all the hard work, you know, kind of paying off and you're doing well and you're getting recognized for the things you do. No, no, that's for sure. And just sort of, um, kind of taking a step back a little bit. I, I know one of the big, you know, the hot button issues I feel like for uh, a lot of people in, in the coaching world, specifically with youth, youth sports is the uh, amount of pressure um, some, sometimes in a, at a really young age that, that, that players are kind of put on when they're just starting to play the game and, and, and parents are getting, you know, they're, they're really, really trying to get them a head start or they're really putting them in a lot of hours, even when they're, you know, six, seven, eight years old. And I know there's a lot of concern about, you know, how, how young is, is um, you know, almost like too young to be, you know, working them really hard. And are, are, they, are they still like having fun or are they even enjoying it when they're at a really young age and, and playing? And, and so when you think about your, your, your coaching journey with, with your daughter, um, was, was that ever anything that, that, that you were worried about in terms of making sure that your daughter enjoyed, whether it was softball that she was playing or basketball, or were you pretty confident that your own love for basketball was going to translate and you'd be able to kind of pass that down to her? Yeah, I mean, you know, she, she saw how much I loved it, and, 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 I, and I coached both of her teams and her friends and and you know whether it was whether it's now or it was in third grade you know my my objective hasn't changed i wanted to win mm-hmm. very competitive and i really didn't coach them much different than i did in third grade and i do now <laughs> you know <laughs> I, I was i was tough on them um but the, at the end of the day those those kids always knew especially my daughter knew that i loved them you know you got to you got to have a, a fine balance there where you know you've got to you've got to be strict and and you've you've got to make them pay attention and and so they'll learn and, but you you you've got to love them let them know that hey you want to lose that game it's it's okay you know we go on to the next one and, and see what happens but uh, you know my daughter, you know, my daughter, if anybody had asked my daughter, how, how was, how's it like playing for your dad? And, and she says, you know, she'll say he, he's tough. <laughs> you know, it, it's not all been, been roses. You know, we, we came home and, 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 
both of us walk in the door, the door slams, and my wife's like, oh, boy, that this is over. This is it, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> we sleep on it. The next day, I get home. She's ready to go again. You know what I mean? Short short memory. <laughs> short memory. No you're, no, you're absolutely right. And and as, and as you've described yourself, um, you know, that, that you're, uh, you know, you like, you like to win, you'll be tough on her, you know, you, you want what's best for her and everything. And as you mentioned, sometimes that leads to some, some tough nights or some nights where, you know, think things are, uh, you know, people are a little stressed out for one way or the other. For you, as you um, had to start to kind of transition and she was, was getting coached by, by other coaches and, and you weren't uh, maybe as directly involved with her coaching as, as other coaches got involved with her and, and were working with her and implementing her in game plans and whatnot. Right. What, what was that like for you as you had to kind of almost take a step back and, and, and watch others coach her? How do you almost balance that? You know, you're a coach and, and, and you see things on the court and, and you're like, oh man, I, we should be doing this, this or whatever versus letting her coach, you know, have to coach his, his or her team and, and, and give the kind of almost like give away your daughter to that individual. It's, it's really tough. It's really tough. And I had, I had to learn to deal with that. You know, that was not something I was used to. And, you know, as a coach, I didn't want to have to deal with any parents, you know, <laughs> trying to tell me how exactly. to coach or, or, or what to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had to, I had to put myself in, in their shoes and think, okay, I've got to, I've got to watch it here. If I see something that that's, I think is totally wrong, I just got to deal with it or, somehow you know maybe talk about this in a um, non-subliminal way and say hey you know this is, I, I think this might work you know <laughs> yeah yeah worded a certain way <laughs> yeah yeah but but you know I, I, I'm lucky because she has a great AAU coach she has a great high school coach so you know and I knew that going in um, so when they're when they're being coached by good coaches, it's a lot easier to sit there and and um, and watch it and and deal with things and either you know even if it's a loss or whatever. Um, now, if it was a bad coach, then that'd be a whole different story. You know, that'd, that'd just be tough. And you know, when I say a a bad coach, you know, there's a lot of coaches out there that are good people, real good people. Sure, but they're just not they're not that good at coaching. And I mean, they're out there, they're out there at all levels, middle school, high school, <laughs> college pros, uh-huh. they're all out there. So, you know, um, I'm just fortunate to, that my daughter has, has two good coaches and, and, but, you know, I just, I sit there and, and, and watch, and, you know, when we get home, we'll watch game film and we'll go over it. And I'm like, you know, this is, this is, I see this, you're doing, this is great. This isn't, this is not so great. And I said, what does your coach think about that? And, uh, he says the same thing. You know, I said, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Be on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, the, the, the funny thing is everybody, you know, they can, they can sit there and, and they, Hey coaches, your blood pressure going up here. And I said, no, I'm good. You know, everybody <laughs> kind of make fun of me. They know how competitive I am. And <laughs> yeah. So, but no, it's, it's, it, it, when you got good coaches coach your daughter, it's, it's, it's kind of nice to sit back, you know, it's kind of nice to sit back and just watch. Breathe a little easier. Um, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and because I, I know we have listeners who, who have, um, 
young daughters or young sons and they're going to be facing the uh the challenge and i do believe it is a challenge of, of finding you know a good aau coach and you mentioned that 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 you 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 had one what what, what was the process in 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 getting finding a good good aau coach what was the what was the journey of of, of making sure that she had the right uh, aau coach for well you know she plays for western Union thunder and western Union thunder is a top-notch organization yeah. um you know they're they're top ten in the country, and um, well, that'll help. <laughs> we, um, you know, we had a meeting with with the with the coach of the Thunder, and, and we sent him film of the daughter of my daughter, and, and you know he's like, it looks like she'd be a great fit. We'd like to have her. Blah blah blah. blah. I asked him a few questions, and um, you know asked around, um, and he had a good reputation, um, so. You know, we thought we'll, we'll give us a try, and I think she's going on her on her third year, and it's it's been good, it's been great. You know, he wants to win. You know, he he looks out for my daughter. He helps my daughter, and, and I couldn't ask for anything more out of a coach. You know, he's he's teaching her the right things, and he wants the best for her. So it's it's worked out great. But you know, it, as a parent, and your and your daughter or your son's getting ready to go play AU. If 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 you get put with a bad team, it's that's on you. You know you got to do your research and mm-hmm. and and make sure you make the right choice and and to put them on the on the on the right team for your daughter. You know there's 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 all types of coaches out there. There's a coach that that yells a lot, and there's a coach that's calm, and both of them can be successful. You can be successful coaching coach, coaching either way. Um, I'm an in-betweener, you know, I, I yell some, I'm, I'm calm some, <laughs> um, but you can win, a, you can win with, with, you know, both personalities. So, you know, you're, you might have a daughter or a son that, you know, the yelling that might not be the most effective way to coach them. And if you know that, then you might want to stick them on a team with a coach that, you know, has a little bit different personality. It's a little bit more calm, you know? So yeah, I tell all the parents out there, you know, it's 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 up to you to do that. You you can't put them on a team and then think, you know, I, I know kids that jump from this team to this team to this team, and there's never a coach that's that satisfies the parents. You know, yeah. So yeah. your kids got your kids got to be coachable. Though, you know, your kids got to be coachable. Do you recall any of the questions that, that you did ask her, her AAU coach um, when you first started or, or <laughs> what, what things you, you wanted to make sure that you felt comfortable with before uh, she joined that team? Oh, gosh, it's three years ago. I, I can't remember. But I'm sure one of the questions is, do you like to win? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it, you know, if you're winning, if you're winning basketball games or whatever sport it is, if you're winning – then you're probably you probably know what you're doing, and you're probably doing things right. Um, uh, you know, you've always heard the the saying, um, "You never hear anything from the parents as long as you're winning," right? You know, and <laughs> That's true. Um, and I, I was probably that was probably uh, one of my questions. And um, oh, I, I I can't even remember. It's been three three years ago, and I, I can't recall what I what I asked him, but. Um, whatever I did ask him, it was the, he answered with the right, with the, with the right answers. So she's on the team and doing well and, and they're having success as a team and things are going good. 
And and I'm I'm really glad to hear that that that's really that's really great. And as you mentioned, I think one of the things that that probably really benefited that is like you mentioned, like you did your research and you know you kind of looked into it and made and made sure it didn't go into into that blind. So kind of ties right back into the whole idea of being organized, right? And, and making sure that you had things mapped out and ready to go, so that that you were making an informed decision even before you had met with them. Yes, abs- absolutely. And you know, on a, on an AEU team, um, you know most of these coaches are they're doing it and, and not getting paid anything or, or not reaping any benefits other than the benefit of, of working with these girls and getting them to the next level to play. And uh, I commend those coaches for doing that because they could be spending their time doing something else with their family. You know, mm-hmm. our coach, he doesn't have a daughter on the team. So uh, he could be doing a lot, lot, lot of different things. Um, but he chose to to work with these girls and try to get them to the to the next parent. You need to you need to help that coach out and, and do different things and and help organize organize you know things with the team and make it a little bit easier for them. But you know, with AAU, I mean, we play it's Western Thunder, but we play with kids from Kentucky, Ohio, Virginia. Sure. Um, and we've met some some great people, lo- lifelong friends, and and that's that's what it's all about. It's really good because it'll be interesting someday when these kids go to college, and I can sit here and turn on my TV and watch all those kids <laughs> at different colleges playing ball at the next level. You know? Yeah. No, that that'll be awesome. And with AAU, and, and as you've alluded to, uh, a big goal it seems like for for especially the program that she's in but but obviously for for your daughter as well is is, is to be playing at the next level and, and getting that getting those offers and getting getting that opportunity and so I'm curious in in AAU events or in showcase events or is there anything that you um talk to her about in particular if it's a you know any like big event or big tournament so that you know anything in particular get you know she gets noticed for do you just kind of tell her to play within herself and play her game well what what are those conversations like when those you know bigger aau events come around that she's playing well yeah and here's the conversation i said listen you know and 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 she's a great shooter um i said every time i'm like you don't you know there's there's all these college coaches, you know, Gino, all of them, are, you know, these kids get nervous, you know, and, and I would too. But I said, here, here's the deal. Don't go out there and worry about scoring 30 points. If you score 30, that's great. If you don't, that's fine. Go out there and hustle, play defense, do all the fun to, fundamentals. That, I mean, they don't require a skill set, you know, mm-hmm. um, Go out there and, and get after it and be a, be a team player, be a leader, and, and do all the do all the things that that no matter what other things should be standard every game. Every game. Mm-hmm. And that's defense and that's hustle and, and that's leadership and that's character and all that. So that's you know body body language, you know, coaches. Coaches, coaches, uh, <coughs> I've talked to college coaches and, and they said they, they went and scouted a girl and was a heck of a basketball player. 
but when she'd go on the bench, she'd go two seats down and pay attention to the game. Yeah. But once we saw that, she crossed off the list, you know, because yeah. they want character. They want, a, they want a team player. They want character. And they look for, they look for those little things. Hmm. Yeah. So, so you learn, you, you yeah, learn through the years what these college coaches, you know, my daughter's on a Zoom call every Wednesday with a different college coach getting that insight. And I listen in, it's, it's very interesting to hear what these college coaches look for in a player. And, I, and I've, I've listened to about 15 of those Zoom calls, and I haven't heard one coach say, you know, we're looking for a kid that can score 40 points a game. Hadn't heard that. Mm. Hadn't heard that at all. It's, it's, it's that character, you know. Are you are you paying attention during a timeout to the coach? Are you making eye contact with him? Do you you know, do you have good body language out there? When they call a foul on you, even though you didn't foul, how do you react to that? You know, are you yelling at the referees? Are you you know, what are you doing? So there's so many things that that college coaches you know are 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 looking for. That's it's very interesting. I wish I wish a lot of these kids. <laughs> could could hear this you know yeah, yeah well that, that makes me think then you know as as, as a parent and when you, if you're consistently raising you know your, your son or daughter to to have a certain um standard that they hold themselves to of character and the way that they conduct themselves and just all those intangible things and they're always that, used absolutely. to doing it and if they've been doing it their whole time yeah then it won't bother them when somebody comes to watch them because they know that a lot of the intangible things that that coach is looking for, they do them without even thinking about it. And hopefully yes. that may take some anxiety off of them a little bit. That that's correct. That that's exactly right. Couldn't say it any better. That, if, if you go out and that's just your norm and you don't think, Oh gosh, I got to make sure I have good body language. You know, if you just have good body language, <laughs> if that's just, if that's, you know, you out and and that's just what you do then yeah you've got it you've nailed it you know and I bet um, in turn you'll you'll play better because you're probably and, more relaxed and, and playing within yourself yes absolutely but it's funny you know me and me and my daughter will sit down and watch a college basketball game you know and and um you know she'll sit here and and you know we we have seven or eight players that we watch in college that we really watch, you know, and they're good and, and we respect them and we're watching. And my daughter's like, gosh, she's like, that, that girl, her body language is bad, isn't it? I was like, it is, Sophie, that is. <laughs> That's good that you noticed that, you know? And I said that you want to be opposite of that. Trust me, you want to be opposite of that, you know? Mm. And, and she pays attention. She knows what I'm, that I know what I'm talking about. And, and uh, uh, she's a hustler and, and she does all those intangibles. So it's, that's, that's nice, you know, and all that, all that starts at the dinner table, you know, sure. all that starts at the dinner table. You're, if you're sitting at that dinner table and you're, and you're talking bad about a teammate or you're talking bad about your coach and that's that's going that's going to transfer over, and that and that kid's going to have a bad attitude, you know, with that kid or or that coach because it starts at the dinner table. They hear that at the dinner table, so they think that's okay, you know. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. And and so as, as kind of just putting a bow on that, if if you're just consistently having all those intangible traits, or just teaching, you know, his son or daughter to have good character, then it's not even something that they got to worry about, or something that they got to think about, and and only uh, improves 
their standing in, in, a, in a coach or a scout's eyes. So that's, that's kind of reassuring, I think a little bit. So uh, yeah, that's, that's, absolutely. Really, that's really good. Um, you, since you had the experience of, of, of coaching um, a team that your daughter played on, I did want to make sure I, I asked about that. Cause I know that, um, you know, that's something I'm sure some listeners are, are, are curious about, especially those who have sons or daughters that might be playing for them about in a general sense, how you went about coaching a team and, and making sure that you were doing what was best for the team while also, you know, having your, your daughter on the team as well and, and being mindful of her, her own development. How were you able to kind of try to balance that dynamic? Well, you know, in practice, in practice, you know, you, you, she does what everybody else does and, 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 you know, you critique her just like you would anybody else. But, you know, as in, okay, I need to help my daughter get better here. That, that was after practice, you know. Mm -hmm. Anybody wanted to stay after practice, we'd stay after and, and get some shots up. Or, you know, there was times where after a game, my daughter – you know, missing free throws, and and I was like, you know, you've got to, you, you got to be able to make those free throws. So I said, well, after the game, go down the locker room, come back up here, and we're going to shoot 500 free throws. You know, <laughs> and, <laughs> and and did she want to do that? No, but we we sat there and we shot 500 free throws. So the next game we played, well, she made her free throws. So that was proof that, you know, you put the work in, it's, it's, it's going to happen. Uh, things are going to get better for you. But uh, no, when, at, the, at the beginning of the year, you know, I'd have a coaches meeting. And, you know, I'm one of these coaches. I don't care if, you know, in middle school, if you're sixth grade, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. And if you're a sixth grader, eighth grader, uh, I, I didn't care. You know, I was going to start the five best players. And, and, and uh, you know, I'd, I'd have a, I'd have a parents meeting, and I'd explain to them that you know, here's the deal: I want to win, and you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the the best players, and if we get up, we'll get playing time. But I said, if it comes, things gonna win that game. And um, I said, you know, your kid your kid will get better during season, but you just need to know that in all seasons when your kid is supposed to get better, if they don't pick up a basketball till the next season, then they're not going to get better, you know. So mm -hmm. I think over the years coaching a lot of these girls, and it was a small town. Everybody knew me. <laughs> they knew who I was. And, um, you know, um, I said – you know, I'm going. I'm going to love your daughter. I'm going to do the the best I can with your daughter to teach her how to play basketball. And um, but I said, you know, uh, I play to win, <clears throat> and you know, I I play the the players that that I think is going to win that game. So I said, if you've got a problem with that, you know, don't sign these papers that I have for you. Just throw them in the trash on your way out. You know, <laughs> and I and I never had a parent do it. Um, you know, I, I tell them, of course, you know, these parents have known me my whole life. I said, I, I will not treat your daughter any different than I do my daughter. And my the reaction I got is from the parents is like, that's what we're afraid of. <laughs> so <laughs> we see how hard you are on your daughter. <laughs> yeah. So in, in all the years coaching, I never had a parent, ever had a parent, you know, 
have a complaint, have a problem, make a scene. I was fortunate in softball and basketball. I was fortunate to uh, go all that time and and never never have a problem. Um, and, and I had a parent come up to me at the end of one season, and and their their kid didn't play that much, you know. Um, good kid, not the best skill set. That's that's okay, sure. and, but you know. She she had a good time and, and she learned a lot and, and that parent come up to me at the at the banquet at the end of the season and and, and said listen hey uh, my kid absolutely loved it I thank you for you know for working with her and teaching her and and the kid got less playing time than anybody so that I felt pretty good that that parent felt that way you know well I I, I know that. And most coaches, I'm sure, sure know this, how important it is to have, you know, that parent meeting and make sure that, that you know the parents and talk to the parents. And I feel that it's probably that much more important when you do have your child on the team, because I feel like that if that conversation hasn't taken place and those parents don't know you or they don't know you as a coach or you as a person, I feel and then things could could really get out of hand if you don't have that that meeting right at the beginning, especially when when they know that you know your 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 child is playing for you. That's right. That's right. And I trust me, I've seen I've seen <laughs> bad situations with other <laughs> with other kids, with other coaches. I've everybody has seen it. Um, but you just you just gotta have some common sense and and go out there, and I, I coached them hard. But when they come off the floor, I'd, I'd hug them and tell them I loved them, and and, and they all knew that. And, and we, we, you know, it wasn't all, you know, bust your butt every minute. And I mean, we did that when we had to do it. Then we had fun the rest of the time. And you know, they're they're kids, so they you got to make it fun. You got to have some fun, you know. Um, but you know, we won we won a bunch of championships. Like I said earlier, when when you're doing that, you, <laughs> there's not much criticism, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, parents parents will be happy when that's the situation, right? Yeah. The, the only time I had a parent say something to me is 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 you know, in three years we only lost three games, so um, we didn't. It wasn't uh, now those those three games we lost. The only family they gave me a hard time was my own family. <laughs> <laughs> well. So, but I, I, guess had, that works. <laughs> I, I had a parent, uh, I had a parent come down to me after one game and it's like, Hey, we want to talk to you. And I'm thinking, Oh gosh, did I, did I yell to your daughter? What happened? I'm like, okay. I said, what's the problem? They're like, you need to be easier on your kid. You're too hard on your own kid. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, oh, okay. Thanks for the advice. I appreciate it. <laughs> That's funny. No, that, that's great. <laughs> I, 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 that, that is, that is something that I would, would, be, would completely throw me, throw me off of a parent was, was coming up to me or something like that. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The game was over. We took hands and here come his parents across the floor. And I'm like, Oh no, what's going on? And, yeah. and, and, and it was a, it was a lady and she put her arm around me. She's like, Hey, you need to take it easy on your daughter. You're too hard on her. <laughs> I said, yes, ma'am. Uh, under advisement. No, that's, that's funny. Um, but, I, you know, you know, <laughs> I, I expected a lot of my daughter. Um, she was one of the captains and, and, you know, she knew that she needed to be a leader. And, and when I didn't see her doing that, I'd, I'd let her know that she wasn't doing that. Um, but, you know, I didn't coach her any different than, than anybody else on the team during practices, but 
you know, there was things that she needed to get better at, and we would we would take care of that after practice. Nice. Uh, moving on to kind of a more general uh, topic, and and I don't want to put the put the pressure on you to speak for 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 all all parents out there, but but since since you're in the stands and, and you see. Uh, a lot of things that are that that, that are going on uh, in that sense. What what do you see in terms of uh, parent behavior uh, uh, during games in in your area? Do you, do you find that parents mostly respectful, or are, are there are there issues during during games? And what what do you kind of see? Because I know coaches, uh, they all have their kind of different opinions about the way parents are acting or the way that they act in the stands. So I'm curious about what it's like for you uh, in, in your vantage point. Yeah, you know, you, you've always got those parents that the referee never makes the right call. <laughs> uh, I've been there a few times, too. I've done, I've done that. But, um, you know, the, those people that you know is going to be doing that, I kind of I kind of sit away from, uh, <laughs> you know, they're they're passionate. They want to win. I understand that. Um, but I, even when I was coaching, I didn't get the referees a hard time. You know, that's, those referees aren't going to win or lose you a game. You know what I mean? If they make a bad call at the end of the game, you know, people think, oh, it was the referee's fault. It's not. It's never the referee's fault. But, you know, you, you, you have some parents that always feel like their kid, you know, needs more playing time um, uh, or – or, you know, their kid got taken out of the game for it wasn't their fault or, you know, you're going to have that. I mean, you're going to have that. That that was happening 100 years ago and it's going to be <laughs> happening 100 years from now. That's yeah, just the way yeah. it is. Now, you, got, you have coaches out there that I've seen that the freshman is better than the senior, but he's going to play that senior just because they're a senior. You know, parents get upset at that, and I don't blame them. You know, I'd, I'd be upset at that. So you got to make your decision. Am I going to let my kid play for this coach when everybody in those stands see that that freshman is better than that senior? So yep. that's frustrating, and and that gets that gets parents upset, and and you know, it's it's hard not to blame them. You know, um, then then you have the coach that. Um, that just, you know, like I said, he's a he's a nice guy, but if he wins, that's fine. If he loses, that's fine, you know. And, <laughs> and parents get upset at that, you know. And and I would too, you know. But again, and and, and it's not like it's not like I mean, you know, some parents they'll 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 move to another school and they'll do something different. Um, but there's a lot of parents that don't have those resources to do that and they're just stuck, you know. Yeah. And that's that's the bad part because not every coach is a good coach. Yeah. And it's just it, it's just there's just not a good coach. And your kid only has four years of high school, and those are supposed to be some of the best days of your life. And if you're unfortunate enough to get a bad coach, then that's just it's a shame, you know. Um, but when you got a good coach making the right decisions, doing the right thing, playing the best kid, um, it's a lot easier to set up, set up in a stance and, and not have a quarrel, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's to kind of take things a little bit easier and just kind of take it in and, and, and not have to worry, worry about, worry about those sort of things. And, um, right. So I don't from, you know, 
the games that 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 I watch, it's it's not that bad. I mean, you got you got your fans that are passionate and want to win, and and sure. they're they're hollering and they're you know getting excited, and and that's just that's just that's that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. Right. And I think something that's that's a little maybe a different perspective from you too is though that is that because you're so familiar with the game and you played it and you coached it that there's probably things that you notice um, that maybe well definitely like other parents aren't aren't aware of so oh, I'm, I'm oh, sure absolutely. that affects your perspective of what you know <laughs> parents might be complaining about or talking about and you see it completely differently because you know the yeah. game. And I tell you what, by being able to see it differently and understand it more than the average parent, you know, I'll hear a parent. I'm like, listen, here's the deal. And I'll explain it to them. I'm like, you know, that's not why that happened. This is why this happened. You know, and they're like, oh, okay. So, so, you know, it, it calms them down a little bit. So, you know, I've, I've really never, I've really never um, told our coach that, Hey, I, by me being a coach, uh, I'm helping you with these parents up here explaining some things that you do that they might understand. I need to tell him that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's, uh, that, that's funny. It's almost like a double-edged sword, I feel like, sometimes for us coaches. I was like, wow, it's great that we have, you know, parents in the stands who coach the game and know the game, and that's helpful. And then at the same time, it's like, uh-oh, we have a bunch of parents who know the game well, too. So <laughs> that, that, that can be a little scary, too. I've seen some parents, and I'm sure you have too, up in the up in the stands. That 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 uh, oh, they're the they're the best coach, they're the best, <laughs> they're the best everything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> nothing's nothing's going to make them happy. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that's just the, that's just the way it is. Like I said, that was like that when I played. And it's going to be like that hundred years from now. Yeah, no, that's that, that's funny. Um, you know, but the, I tell you, I tell you one thing. You know, with yeah. with with and even when I was a coach, I told you I, I was never hard on the referees. You know, I'd give them a little jab or here and there, but I let them know I appreciate them coming out and refereeing these games because I tell you what, you know, you keep you keep degrading these these refs and getting on them and stuff. You know, these referees not going to do it. Then then you have a problem getting referees, and then there's a lot of bad things that can happen. So. So I, I respect I respect those guys. They're not going to make the right calls every time. It's just not going to happen. You just got to deal with that. They're not doing it on purpose. But you know, one of these days it might be a a, a shortage of referees because they just don't want to deal with that. The money's not that good, and they don't want to deal with it. You know. Well, I I get the emails from NFHS. I feel like every couple weeks about ref shortages and recruiting refs and asking if we can find a ref. So no, I, sure. they're hurting. Oh, they're hurting. All right. Absolutely. When I go to these AAU games, you know, I'm making a point to, after the games go over, I'll see them out in the parking lot. And I'm like, hey, I appreciate you. You're, you breathing these games for these girls, you know, and they're, you know, it's like, they kind of, they kind of look at me like, what? <laughs> Someone's saying something nice to me, you know? It's probably, but, probably but they, throwing them off. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they need to hear that. And, you know, because without them, we couldn't have all these games. We couldn't do this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's and then, a that's a that's a thankless job, you know. These guys yeah. getting paid, you know, 40, 50 bucks or something, and and boy, they're taking a lot of crap from the, from the fans. And 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 you know, I I feel like, and I don't know how you feel, but I feel like the ones who are uh, sometimes talking the most about that, they're they're not the ones jumping up to volunteer to to be a ref themselves. No, <laughs> no, you wouldn't catch them out there. No way. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so 
So that, that helps a little bit too. I feel like sometimes to be, be aware of like, oh, well, you know, there is a shortage. I kind of joke with some people like, eh, no, you don't like referees. Well, I mean, there is a shortage of them. So I'm sure they'd appreciate it if you want to become one, but Absolutely. I don't think anyone's taking me up on that. Funny right, enough. right. And <laughs> if, I, if I hear a parent, you know, giving them a hard time or something, I tell them, I said, listen, give them, give them a break, you know. Be thankful that they come out to do this. And, you know, and these parents, you know, I used to be a coach and, and I still coach these girls now in the off season, and they kind of respect that and, you know, they calm down a little bit. So I haven't seen anything – since my girl's been in high school, I had not seen anything bad at all. Just yeah. your normal stuff. Just your normal stuff. Awesome. Uh, before we hit our concluding segment, I did want to I did want to ask from a training perspective when it comes to working with your daughter on, on her own skill development and, and training with her. Uh, what yeah. were some What were some things that that whether it's now or whether it's when we're younger, what what do you think were beneficial? Um, drills or skills or things that, that, that you worked on with her that, that you thought were essential to her development as a player? Well, you know, I, I think everything revolves around hand-eye coordination. You know, you got to have, you got to have good hand-eye coordination. And we worked on, since she was little, we worked on different things. Uh, you know, my daughter's 5'11", big wingspan. So at an early age, she was, she was kind of awkward with that. You know, she's like that, newborn baby gazelle mm -hmm. running around you know legs and arms going mm -hmm. everywhere so you know we had to get that coordination in and and um but you know doing I always said practice doesn't make perfect it's perfect practice makes perfect um mm. if you go out there you can go out there and practice four hours a day but if you're doing things wrong <laughs> then that four hours was, was bad four hours, you know? Sure. So you got to, you got to go do things the right way. Consistency, you know, doing things the same every time, you know, you don't do it right for two days and go do it wrong for one day, then go back and do it right for two days. You know, mm -hmm. you got to do things right every day. Um, and, and just work on, work on that consistency, you know, don't try to, don't try, you know, when you're a fourth grader, you're only going to be so strong. So, you know, your shot is going to look different as a fourth grader as it is an eighth grader or if you're a junior in high school. So, you know, as you get stronger, then that's got to change. You can't keep shooting the ball the same as when you shot it in fourth grade. When you get to eighth grade, you're still shooting it the same. You know, that's got to, that's got to change. And then you've got to, you've got to, you got to go with that, you know, um, and then be consistent with the new way you're shooting. It's constantly changing, you know. I see these freshmen and seniors, and I look back when they were freshmen, I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, <laughs> and at the time, I thought they were good, and they were good. But I look back at film, I'm like, gosh, that was an awful-looking shot, you know. Because <laughs> when they're senior, it was so pretty because they're stronger. But yeah. as a freshman, they made that shot work, you know. As a senior, they're stronger, and now they're shooting it correct, and they're making that work. But, um, yeah, always – I always wanted to work on hand-eye coordination uh, with my daughter and, uh, you know, practicing the right way, you know, try to go game speed, try to do drills that, that you're going to do in a game. You know, you can do all this fancy stuff. But you're not going to do that in a game. So, right. so that's, that's, to me, that's, that's wasteful time. So do things that you're going to do in a game, game, game speed and, 
and game time drills, you know, that, that you can, that you're actually going to use. So, and, and, and the main thing is just, just be consistent, you know, don't go a week, work out hard and skip a week and then work out maybe three days the next week, get on a schedule and, and be consistent. And it's going to work out for you. And as somebody who, who played at a, uh, at a high level, and as you mentioned, you had the opportunity to, to, to play collegiately. Were, were there things that, that you carried over from your own development as a player that, that, you, that you made sure that she, she worked on as well? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I, I, look, I look at her now, we'll watch film, and I'm like, man, the girl, you know, I was a shooter. But I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking at my daughter, not my son, my daughter. And I'm looking, I'm like, I tell my wife, I'm like, man, she she can shoot better than I did, and I can shoot, <laughs> but but this girl, she can she can really shoot it, you know. Um, yeah, there there were and 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 the things that, and it wasn't so much offense as it was, you know, defense and just boxing out, and you know, I was like, yeah, you got you scored twenty four points, but I said let's you know. And I'm tough. I'm like I said, I'm tough. You know, I'm gonna give the compliments, but I'm I'm gonna critique her for the things that she did wrong. You know, and I'm like, sure. you know, I try to I preach to her all the time. I said, don't don't ever watch the game, play the game. I, that's what I played the game. I never watched. I wanted the ball every time. When someone shot went up, I was in there. I was trying to get that ball. I wanted that ball in my hands as much as possible. And I see. I see kids and I see my daughter sometimes, you know, she's on, on opposite of the ball side and she's on weak side and, and the ball goes up and, and she turns around and watches to see if they make it. And then her girl that she was guarding goes around and gets a rebound and puts it back up, <laughs> you know, and I was like, that, that's what I call watching the game, <laughs> you know, play the game, play the game. Every minute you're out there, be playing the game, be moving and play so that's that's probably the biggest thing I've had to work with or with is, is don't ever watch. Get in there. Get in there and play. Be boxing out, doing whatever. Every play. No, no, I like that. And since stay engaged, you know, stay, stay always in it, you know, like that. you don't want to be playing. I, I've, I've told some of the players I've coached, like it's, it's like we're playing four on five of the way you just sort of sitting there or standing yeah. there waiting for something to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's not going to come to you. You got to go get it, you know? Yeah. No, so. So she's gotten a lot better at that. And, you know, when she was out there, then, then, then at the end of the day, I'd tell her about it. And she's, you know, she didn't recall that. But when you sit down and watch film, mm. the film, don't, film doesn't lie. Sure. Yeah, you know, no, she's like, absolutely. She's like, oh, I see what you're talking about. She's like, yeah. She's like, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I was, I was, I saw that ball go up and she's like, I'm thinking, all right, hurry up and get out and fast break. And yeah, I see, I see the girl Osgard, she went around me, got to put it back up for the, for two points. I said, absolutely. Yep. Have played it, play, play it in, until the whistle blows or someone has the ball. Then you, then you go, you know. I, I feel related to that, that it seems like it's a really healthy conversation for, for coaches who have um, a kid who plays basketball to, to really take that time to actually watch film after you know the, the the game or the situations happen as opposed to um, just having a conversation after the game because I feel like sometimes those can get a little stressful and those can get a little 
little tough. And if you don't have the film to back it up, there might not be a lot of learning or teaching or happening going on. I, I feel like those conversations and you can speak to it when you have film in front of you and maybe there's been some time to separate from the game itself to when you watch film probably are much more productive and there's probably a lot better conversation and teaching going on. Well, yeah. And, and, you know, I'm 50 years old, so there wasn't, there wasn't film back when I played, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? There oh, just yeah. wasn't, mm -hmm. you know? So these kids are so fortunate now to be able to, to sit back and, and, and watch film or even watch, you know, a lot of these, a lot of our games are, are live streamed with a, a professional company that comes in. And I mean, it's, it's, it's like watching ESPN. I mean, it's <laughs> nice, you know? Yeah. So um, what an advantage to be able to sit back and, and watch that film um, and that's what kids, and that's what kids, I don't feel like they do that enough. You know, they don't watch film or, or some of these kids don't even watch basketball. They play it, they play it and they're pretty good. And you ask them, you're like, Hey, what, what team do you like to watch? Or what, what girl do you like? And we're like, she's like, eh, I really don't watch basketball. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what? No, I, you don't no, watch? I, it's common. Yeah. That, that, that was my trainer back in the day. I'd watch basketball. And I would see somebody and, and I'd like their moves and I'd go out there in the driveway or the gym and I would do it and do it and do it till I got that move down. You know, that's, mm -hmm. that's what I, that was my trainer was these college basketball games, pro basketball games, you know? So yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like these kids don't, don't take advantage of that and, and watch basketball. Cause to me, that's what develops your basketball IQ, you know? Well, you just see the game. Well, to me, I think the one of the, one of the really really cool ways uh, of just watching basketball in general is just see it played at a, such a different level in some aspects when you watch it collegiately or even even professionally, and just see what it looks like at at such a different level. It gives you something to aspire to or something to kind of work towards, which I always thought was really cool. Well, right, and you know, we'll we'll watch it, and and I'll, I'll tell my daughter, I'm like, no, watch number four. Watch, watch how she plays help side defense and still knows where her girl's at. You know, watch, watch her body move. Watch how she fights around that screen or, or whatever, you know. And it's just, it, it, you know, and, and I'm glad mm -hmm. my daughter likes to watch it. You know, I, I'm like, you know, uh, Iowa. We love watching Iowa and Caitlin Clark, you know. And, and, and my daughter's, I mean, she loves watching these games. So that, that's yeah. kind of nice, you know. We can sit here and have fun, eat some popcorn, watch the watch the games and, and take it in. And there's no pressure on either one of us doing that. It's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're not, you're not, you're just, just to get to watch somebody else do it and you don't have to stop yeah. and then have to uh, be like, hey, what were you doing here on this, on this or whatever? It's like, oh, that's not me playing. <laughs> so it's okay. Right. And, and going back to your question, you know, do you watch game film? Do you give it a couple of days and watch? And that, that all depends on, if it was a loss or a win, if it was a win, my daughter did get, she's like, dad, let's go home and watch that game film. Let's go home and watch that. You know, uh -huh, sure. <laughs> now if it's a loss, she's like, yeah, we'll watch that in a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's funny. I, yeah. I get that though. You know, I, I'm, I was, what was most excited. Like, yeah, I'll watch film after a win. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> right. Especially, especially if you did good. Right. You know, or if I thought I did good, and then sometimes, right. oh, wait a minute, uh-oh. 
Right, you thought you did good, like, and you watch the game film, like, oh, wait a second. Uh oh, let's, let's turn it off. Turn it off. I'll watch it later. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. joke that. No, it's about the team that won, though, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Um, exactly. That's, that's great. Uh, to wrap up, coach, there's a couple of questions I ask every guest. So I'll go ahead and start with this first one here. Uh, thinking okay. back on whether you want to do a coaching moment, professional moment, a, a parenting moment, any one of those is fine. But what is a moment of yours that you think reflecting on that others listening would be able to learn from? Oh, man, that's a good question. That's a good question. Um. Yeah, well, I tell you what, you know, in three years, I lost three games, okay? So, and, and I'd rather cut a finger off than lose. That's how serious I am about com competition and winning. But those three games, those three games that I lost taught me more than all those games that I won. You know, you, you take something out of a loss. You, you got to learn, you got to learn to be, that you're going to lose games every once in a while, you know, and I, and I never wanted to, I never wanted to think of that, but, you know, you, you got to be a, it's easy to be a good winner, but you got to be able to be a good loser. So, um, you know, I never, I never wanted to, um, when we lost a game to, to, to make my kids feel like they were losers and, and that they were awful and, and I was totally the opposite. I said, girls, this is, it feels bad, doesn't it? And they, they agree. I was like, this is, you know, it's no fun to lose, is it? And they're like, no. I'm like, but here's the deal. You're not always going to win through life. You're just not. There's going to be things in life that knocks you down. And it's going to be a lot worse than, than what we experienced tonight by losing this basketball game. So get over it you know, work on the things that that's going to make you better to, to not lose and to win these games. And, and, but I said, you know, you go, you shake their hands and tell them good job. Cause, cause they just beat you. So, you know, I had to, I had to learn to lose and had to teach my kids how to learn to lose. And, and I think that's very important because if, because if you're not, if you can't do that, then you're going to struggle in life. Yeah. And, and I, I, I think the, uh, the point that you made about how there's going to be more difficult challenges that, that come your way than, than just a basketball game. So being able to yeah. handle that and deal with right. that is, is, is something you just kind of have to learn how to manage to do. But like you said, it's, 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 it's no fun taking that loss, but uh, yeah. The, the most, I, the I, most, the most successful people on this world have lost at things, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 And I know I, I agree with you. I've, I've, I've told my girls before that, uh, you know, I, I hate losing more than I like winning. So, so I, I, I'm with you there. <laughs> um, yep. To wrap up, Coach, I give every guest what I call like my 60-second soapbox, but I, I don't time you. It's just the title of it. It's a platform for you to get out your kind of final message, a closing thought, just sort of a final idea that you want to leave the listeners with, and you can kind of take it any direction that you wish to. But I, I want you to kind of have the, the floor here for this last little bit, and uh, I'm going to kind of let you take it from here. Sure. Yeah. For, for all those basketball dads or for all those basketball moms mm -hmm. that, that coach their kids or have coached their kids. Um, and, and if they're still coaching now, or if they're not coaching, you know, just, just remember that, you know, these, these middle school, these high school years, 
trust me, they don't last long. So, so soak it up, enjoy the moment. Don't, don't get too, don't get too wrapped up in, in your kid being, um, you know, basketball player of the year or whatever. Just enjoy them. Make sure they know that you love them and um, just enjoy the ride because you're, you're not going to get that back, you know. Yeah, I uh, could, couldn't word that any better myself. And, and I'm sure, as, as, as I think we talked about, when you kind of look back on it now, I'm sure you're already thinking, like, where'd the time go? And it's already, yes. it's already flying I, by quickly. Yes, it is. I, I agree. Well, uh, Coach, I appreciate you spending some time talking about your, your, your coaching experience, uh, your, your daughter, about coaching your daughter, uh, parents, parenting, AAU. We kind of touched on a whole bunch of different topics. So yes. uh, I just want to thank you for, for spending some time and, and, and best of luck to you, best of luck to your daughter, and best of luck uh, for you maintaining uh, your, your schedule and all the organization, all the, all the time management that, that you have going on as well. I'm I admire that also. So thank you so much, Coach. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for spending yeah, some time. Th yeah, yeah. thank you. And, and thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. And thank you guys so much for listening. This was another edition of the Basketball Teacher Podcast. We will see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Basketball Teacher Podcast. Make sure to connect with us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, or reach us directly through email at basketballteacherpodcast at gmail.com. Take care, be safe, and we'll see you next time.